Welcome to Adulting Decrypted, the show where we break down the complex code of comic conundrums into logical living, an effort to decrypt the code we call adulting. We are your hosts. This is Roscoe the Dad. This is Gideon. I'm going to be a freshman in high school. And I'm Ashton, and I am a percussion performance major at the U. And I'm Gene, going to be a senior next year in high school. Ooh. <laughs> it's already weighing on him. <laughs> is the senior I just got to you yet? Um, do you know what that is? Yes. Yes, it's, it's when, me. when you don't. Really... <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> it has not. Um, today we're going to talk about um a survival skill that's really important. It's called building a fire. Oh. Okay. So survival skill, teach us. So a, f- a few things you need for a fire is something to burn. Mm. A form to get the spark And oxygen Those are the three main components In a fire Does it matter what I burn? Yes So you said something to burn As long as it ignites I'm fine Right? It will give you a fire if that's what you're after If you want to save fire No, not everything that burns is Good to burn Oh, so I mean gas burns does it burn though, or is it the the gas? The, yeah, the gas. The gas of gas burns. The what? <laughs> the gas. The gas. It's the liquid doesn't burn. It's the gas that burns. Right. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Isn't that the gas of gas? No, because I mean, like, if you think about it, propane. Like, well, it's a fuel. Okay, it's the it's the it's, it's fuel. The flammable it's, part of fuel. It's flammable gas. Okay. Right? Isn't I I I apologize, listeners. All right, so Gene, <laughs> something something to burn. Yes, preferably wood if you can get your hands on that. Or to start the fire, you would need kindling. Is a fancy term for something that will catch on fire easier than your main like smaller sticks and bigger sticks and logs. So could you so call it tinder? Swipe up if it's on fire. <laughs> or is it down? I don't know. Which one's... I don't know which one's like. Is it left, right, know. up, down? I think right is like. Anyways. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully you guys aren't using Tinder, but... Uh, I'm not. So so why is, why do we care? So what's in it for the listener? Why is it important? The reason it is important, because if you're in a survival situation, mm-hmm. you need heat to survive and a good form of heat other than the sun, would be a fire. Okay. What do point. you classify as a survival situation? If you want to impress a girl and you take her in the mountains and you don't know how to build a fire, you now are in survival mode as well. Would you not, be Jean? Yes. Yeah. I guess you could also say the potential relationship. You need to have that survival skill in order to, because you're like, we're going to go and have a fire and roast marshmallows and she's like oh that's so cool and you go up there and you don't know how to make a fire your relationship may not survive and is that it, what you're getting at and it could be fair for a girl to know how to make fire so she doesn't have to rely on her date right that's that'd be true. impressive if she goes yeah. hey let me build a fire you're like no worries I got you homie I'll take care of you and then you're just like sweet we will survive ha <laughs> <laughs> connections yeah. anyway so like we were saying, you're gonna to start a fire. You need kindling, and then some shape around it, 
for kindling, you could use paper, um, some bark from trees, or just some, like, really, or you could use toilet paper. Um, Which is always nice to have handy. It is. I heard that cotton balls covered in Vaseline works really well. I have not heard that before, but I believe it. I, I have they used burn it. For a while. Yeah, that's that's it. You know, because it burns hot and the the fire stays on it for a while. It becomes more like a briquette, right? Gideon? Oh, cool. Yeah, it's easier to light on fire. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that something that you would just like? Would you just dip them in the Vaseline and then stick it in a baggie to bring with you? Or correct? Yeah, it's it's one of those survival mechanisms or tools that you'd probably take with you. And how long are those like good for? Vaseline cotton balls probably indefinitely right because it's the petroleum around the in the Vaseline that would keep it preserve it and also keep it so it burn hot I've never done it but I'm, I know it'd work hmm. do you know Gideon um I remember our aunt actually brought it to a camping one time so I feel like that's probably a good start to survival because you know you you pack a couple of those in your car with you worst case scenario probably will never happen but you know you've got them and then you could be like the famous Aunt Mindy, if you're ever with a group and they're like, crap, we don't know how to start a fire. And you're like, my Vaseline cotton. I've got you all covered. Two other ways you could use to start it would be... Besides a match, right? Or a lighter. You could use a lighter, a match. You could even rub two sticks together. That's a lot harder than it looks. It is. And you you can also use flint and steel. Oh. Which is also harder than it looks, but thinking of Vaseline cotton, it probably would work. It would. Yeah, because all you need is that one little spark, right? Mm-hmm. I've used uh, steel wool and a battery before. Yeah, that, that also works. works. Mm-hmm. But but that's yeah, the same kind of thing with Vaseline. When do you carry around steel oh, wool anymore? Also, you need a 9-volt battery for that to work. No, we used we used uh, some D batteries from a flashlight. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. Because all you're doing is can making that connection, and or the, a car battery, right? If you needed the to stretch it across, that that would get the steel wool started. The voltage just needs to be strong enough. That's why you can't use like a double A battery. You could probably use a bundle of them, maybe at yeah, some point. Probably. Right? I don't know. Just charge a whole bunch of batteries. We've talked a lot about logical fire starters. One that I don't recommend is axe. <laughs> Like deodorant. There was a time I was. No, that's it. not a fire starter. That's that's part of your it's fuel, a flame right? Thrower. Yeah, that well, that's fuel. It really is. It's a fuel. Yeah, but so is petroleum jelly, right? Or Vaseline, whatever we're calling it. No, that's all part of the tinder. Okay, good okay, point. Fair yeah. Enough. Well, or the, the reason why I brought it up is because had we been smart, we probably would have packed jeans things. But we were on a, a camping trip with a bunch of other boys in our neighborhood, and. Um, what happened was is the leaders that were with us, the adults, said, you guys go start a fire and we'll be back later. And all of us, we're in sand dunes context, so we don't have a lot of sticks or anything like that. But we did have larger tree branches, and those have a hard time starting. So someone got the bright idea, like, I'll, I'll start the lighter. You take my axe spray and I'll just spray it until the stick catches fire. Long story short, we went through that entire can of axe without starting a fire. Like Gideon said, we had an amazing flamethrower, <laughs> but like it was never strong enough to start the sticks on fire. And not only did it not start a fire, when we eventually did get the fire started, the smoke reeked of axe because it just like had stuck to the sticks and it was not a good marshmallow roasting fire to say the least. 
<laughs> I wouldn't imagine so. Um, so some good fire shapes, I'm going to call them. Two main ones are the teepee, where you can make sticks into like a giant cone shape over the kindling. And then the other one is called the log cabin, where you make a square, a really tall square above your kindling and around it. I think that's probably... For those of you who don't know, we also do vlogs on each of these episodes. Gideon's going to make one, and those will probably become more clear as we get there because cones and teepees and log cabins are hard to explain (laughs) over here. Just know that they're effective (laughs) in trapping in fire, starting fire. And one other thing you need to know about starting a fire would be you'd have to go from your small sticks to bigger sticks. You can't just... Like Ashton's story says, you can't just immediately go to a tree and try to burn it. You have to get the smaller stuff so that when that catches on fire, then you can have other bigger sticks to burn. Dad, you raised your eyebrows and started laughing when Gene said you can't just start a tree. What What was that all about? You can actually start a tree on fire. <laughs> you know, we... Um, so, tattle, tattle, tell on myself here, I guess, for a second. Um, right after I was first married... To your mom, we bought a house, and it had two maple trees in it. Well, really, it had a stump on the one side. It took me a little while to figure it out, and, and for brevity of the story, I found the stump, dug it out, exposed it, and thought, oh, how would I get rid of this stump? Oh, I know. I'll drill some holes in it. So I drilled some holes in it, and then uh, thought, well, then it'll rot out and, and break up, and you can pull it out. Well, I got bored, and thought, well, you know what I could do? I could put gasoline in there, and gasoline is not good for a plant. It'll kill the plant. So, Which is what you wanted. Yeah, I wanted yeah. the stump gone. It was just a dumb stump in the front yard. So I drilled it out, um, poured the gasoline in it. This was back when gasoline cost only you know, 75 cents or a dollar a gallon. I poured a good gallon of gasoline, maybe a gallon and a half of gasoline on it. Went back in and laid back down. And this is why I know that it's not the the gasoline itself, the, the actual liquid that starts fire. Because when I, when I leaned in and to throw the match on top of that, um, all of a sudden, a ball of flame came up super high. And it came up so high that it started catching the other tree on fire. Much like a forest fire. Because a forest fire catches trees on fire. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, crap, it, m- your mom's going to see this, you know, when she comes home because I've got this tree smoking um, and this stump, just a ball of flame coming off of it. Homemade and, volcano. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A volcano is a good, good uh, analogy or visual of it. So I run over there and, and uh, try to put out a gasoline fire with water. Mm. Anybody take cook- cooking safety in school? Yes. I have. Yeah. What 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 are you supposed to do when when a flame kicks up on your stove? Um, try to Smush smother it, it using Sm- like a lid or whatever to deprive it from oxygen. Yeah, there you or go. Or throw like baking soda on top of it. What what about spraying it with uh, water? That is probably that, that's a no go. Yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. I sprayed it with the hose, and it was definitely a no go. I I basically made that frame flame thrower like Ashton was talking about. <laughs> Except now the flamethrower was going across the front lawn, so I burnt the front lawn, I burnt the tree, and I also had a pretty awful smell when I realized it, but it was my eyebrows, and, and that is, I'm claiming why I'm bald, 
today that's my excuse is because the flame was so big that it actually all my arm hairs my eyebrows anyways so then I snuck in the house and kind of like Yoda does Yoda's our family dog when he does something wrong he goes in and hides well I'm kind of hiding in the house when your mom comes home thinking oh boy she's not going to notice is she and the first thing she does she did not notice the tree or the lawn the first thing she said is where are your eyebrows (laughs) and what is that smell then I had to explain to her what I did. And, and anyway, so I guess what the started that is you can catch a tree on fire. So I think there's a fire safety component we might want to put out here. <laughs> this says when you're building a fire, make sure you're a safe distance from other trees, flammable things, make a good cars. Fire circle. Yeah, make some type of a fire circle. Preferably make it in a designated um, fire ring at your you know local park or at the national park. You know, someplace that it's approved. And also make sure you look at signage. You know, I, I happen to be fortunate that it was done, you know, in May when, when it was still not really hot fire season in Utah. But some places that could have been a lot more dangerous. Had that flame went like that, that tree would have caught on fire quicker. Um, luckily, you know, we're still in the wetter season for Utah. I'm just, I, I was laughing because I'm just imagining a next door neighbor just sitting on their front porch or in their, in their window, just watching these events unfold. And you dump the gasoline and it burns on fire. You're like, ah, and you start spraying it across the lawn. <laughs> like just the image of a neighbor watching that progress is hilarious. But so fire safe. Anyway, <laughs> be safe funny. with fire. It can give you burns of multiple different degrees. Unforgiving fire is. Mm. Um. So so we talked about fuel, which was the kindling, the wood, anything that will burn the cotton balls, like Gideon mentioned, dipped in Vaseline. And then we talked about so that's that's one is is a as something to burn. What else did it need? You said oxygen. It needs oxygen. So like if your flame's dying out, you can blow on it to give it more oxygen, or you could don't blow do it when it it's a big fire. No. Because <laughs> it's a small fire that needs the oxygen more. That's why you'd have to build like a lob cabin or a teepee so that it has air holes so you can breathe still. Good point. Suck in the oxygen. You can also use a hat to fan it, right? A piece of paper. It's not always just your, your human breath. Yeah. I always remember leaders or, again, adults on campouts. They had the bigger lungs, bigger breath, and we'd always be super impressed because the fire would be started and they'd come breathe and, and get really big for a second and then die back down and get really big for a second. We'd always thought it was super cool. It was just kind of a funny thing. And I know we've kind of put this off as a safety tip as well, and that's why we're talking about it because it's adulting. But you could also think of it as like a fun tip because when you become an adult, like all the things that we've talked about have been super serious at times in nature like shopping's a chore getting to know people can be difficult all those sorts of things but sometimes it's fun to let loose you know have a have a s'more thing in your backyard if you can or go out camping for a night and it's good to know these sorts of things so that you can let loose a little bit and survive and enjoy mother nature right right and actually be out in the in the great outdoors it's a good point and then what's the other thing so we had fuel oxygen Fuel, oxygen, and then the spark, right? And sparks, yeah. Yep. So, so when we talked about that, some of that was for kindling, right? You mentioned the flint and steel, etc. Be safe and don't hurt yourself. That's Gideon's advice for the week. Not for the weak people. 
but for the <laughs> the the week was spelled with a double e not an e a oh, okay. thank you for clarifying i was not throwing a jab at our listeners i love you guys don't let my words be twisted gideon thanks for listening to the podcast we have a weekly vlog that comes out as pre-stated and you're going to hear a family quote so get excited for that Please comment on our Facebook, Instagram, or however you heard of these podcasts so that we can know your stories. Thanks for listening. Hope you listen to us next week. Welcome, dedicated podcast listener, to the end of this episode about fire. We appreciate you listening, and we hope you enjoy this special skill that we learn as adults. It's important to have those. Now, enjoy our special song from Gene Gideon and the beatbox from Dad today. It was a one take. Enjoy. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and a little faster. Happy adulting. Boots and cats. Made fire for the very first time. Cats. Boots and cats. I'm adulting. Boots and cats. Making fire. Boots and cats and for my girlfriend. Cats and girlfriend. Yeah. Her imaginary. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on our topics, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, Send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting-decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, Please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon. <laughs>